नमस्ते आचार्य जी आई एम सिमरन पटनायक एंड आई एम फ्रॉम सेकेंड ईयर सी एस सी फ्रॉम ट्रिपल आई टी भुवनेश्वर माई क्वेश्चन इज बेस्ड ऑन एक्सपेक्टेशन बेसिकली लाइक आई एक्सपेक्ट लॉर्ड फ्रॉम माई सेल्फ ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ अकेडमिक्स ऑल्सो एंड इन पर्सनल लाइफ ऑल्सो आई सेट टारगेट्स फॉर माई सेल्फ बट एट द एंड ऑफ द डे आई एम अनेबल टू फुलफिल दैम I think I'll do this much of stuff, this much of academic stuff, or this much of coding stuff. But some way or the other, I am lagging in something, and at the end of the day, I feel very low. The same thing happens with people also. Like I kind of believe in uh, making more friends, but uh, how to know that those persons are worth my time? Those people are worth my time because I over expect from people also, from friends also. And at the end of the day, I feel very low, low and lonely, very sad, at, sad and depressed at the end of the day. What can be the solution to this problem? You need to rephrase your question. You began by saying that you have a lot of expectations from yourself that you are unable to fulfill, and then you started talking of your friends and such things. so with a little more clarity can you rephrase i was trying to say chariya ji that like uh, well i am starting now i am in uh, second year so i have to manage a lot of stuff right. like i have to, i have to do my skill development also focus on my curriculum also somewhere or the other i lack on completing my target like i set a target for myself i have to do this stuff Um, this period of time, but I lack on doing that. I am unable to complete the task. The same thing continues the next day also. Mm-hmm. I feel oh, I regret about not being completing the task, but the same thing repeats next day. Mm-hmm. And I am unable to know what is the problem or to find out a proper solution. That is a part of the question, and the other part, this thing continues with people also. Mm-hmm. I tend to over expect more from the my friends also. Okay. I make friends and I expect a lot from them, but in return, I in return I'm not able to rely on them, trust on them. Okay, and then you are just being unrealistic, are you not? Hmm? We are all the the little opinion we have. of ourselves it is called the ego ego does not necessarily mean pride or vanity ego means what you think of yourself ego means the image you carry of yourself right and uh, the image is a false one we do not know the fact of our existence we do not know who we really are we do not know who we really are therefore we also do not know who the others are hence the two parts of your question are actually one just as you do not know who you are and what your actual capacity is remaining who you are what your actual capacity is 
Similarly, you do not know how much to expect from your friends. Huh? Let's say I have some problem in my eyes. I stand in front of the mirror and I cannot see myself properly. Next I look at my friends. Will I be able to see them properly? Right. The same eye that cannot observe itself rightly obviously fails to know the world rightly. Correct? Yes. Hmm. Now why do we not know ourselves rightly? Now this may get a little deeper, so pay attention. You see, we somewhere remember what our real potentiality is. Something within cries out loudly that we are not born to live and die like insects. Hmm? Vedan says, infinity is your nature. Your nature, to simplify, is bigger than what you can ever imagine about yourself. And because it is nature, it is there within you. It is not something taught to you. It is not a doctrine. It's not an ideology. It's nature. Nature means something innate. Something inside. And your nature is large, to put it mildly. Hmm? Large, very large. Now your nature is large, but your fact is of smallness. Potentiality is huge. But reality is minuscule, tiny, bounded, very limited. Hmm? The ego makes the mistake of conflating your reality with your potentiality. The ego says, I have been told or rather I, I feel that I am infinite. So I'll declare that I, remaining as I am, am infinite. Now, here there is a problem. It is true that infinity is your nature and you can, you are immensely powerful. That is true. And uh, it is also true that right now, you have somehow chosen to be very little and very incapable. Hmm? The first one we call as the truth. The second one we call as the fact of your current existence. But when you combine these two, then you have a massive problem. What do you get when you combine these two? You say then, remaining the little one that I am, I am still capable of performing miracles. I am still capable of massive accomplishments. Now that is not going to happen. 
And that is what the ego does not want to understand. Yes, potentially you are wonderful, but currently you are miserable. Hmm? Your, your wonderful potentiality is in no way in sync with your awful reality. And that in some way sums up the story of all mankind. Great, wonderful potentiality, awful reality. Hmm? Now, who are you? Wonderful or awful? You decide. But you cannot be both at the same time. That's the mistake the ego makes. Remaining awful, it wants to pretend it's wonderful. Now, we do not deny it's actually wonderful because being wonderful is your nature. But we also cannot deny that right now you are awful. Now, which of these two do we work on? Your nature you cannot change and your nature you do not need to change because it is already perfect, is it not? Who does not want to be wonderful? So why do you need to work on your nature? Why, why do we want to talk of work? Because these two are not reconciling with each other, right? Your reality and your potentiality, they, they don't reconcile with each other. One of these two has to make way. One of these two has to therefore change. The potentiality cannot change and need not change. It's already perfect. So the reality has to change. Your aspirations are wonderful. But being yourself, your aspirations will remain mere daydream. Remaining yourself, in fact, you do not have the right to aspire. And when I say that, kindly do not drop your aspirations. Drop the one you are. You say, this is what I want to do today. And you always find yourself falling short of target. It is because you are setting unrealistic targets. No, the targets are not so large that they are beyond the reach of a human being. It's just that the person that you are, why do you deceive yourself by setting such lofty targets? When you, when you mention that target to yourself, when you commit yourself to that target, ask yourself, seriously? the one that I am. Will I ever reach this? No. But we, we entertain ourselves. We tell ourselves, oh, I am Ashoka the Great. I'll set a target and I'll definitely reach it. And it hurts to admit that the target you are setting for yourself is actually beyond you. Hmm? Now, if, if that really hurts, then you have to change yourself. Frankly, most of the targets that we set for ourselves are actually 
and underestimate of our potential. Frankly, we need to set even higher targets. But given our current state, even the mediocre targets that we set are not likely to be attained. And we better admit that. We better admit the, the very miserable condition we have brought ourselves to. And when you admit that, that does not mean defeat. That means the process of victory has now started. How are you going to improve if first of all you do not admit that you are in such pathetic state that even very ordinary kind of targets are now beyond you. You have to first of all admit that. Otherwise you will go through the agony and the humiliation of setting targets and missing out on them on a daily basis. That happens with so many people. They set targets in the morning. When you look at their targets, you know in advance this person is again going to miserably fall short. This person has no idea of his pathetic state. There is no way he can achieve even half of the target he is setting. But he is living in self-illusion. He is fond of fooling himself. So he sets target every morning to be humiliated every night. Same thing applies to the choice of relationships. When you know that the chooser herself is a bit tipsy, off-center, why invest so much in the choice? Why take your friends so seriously when the one who chose the friendship is herself not in the right state? As you develop self-clarity, you find that the world around you is changing. You look at yourself more sharply, more accurately, more realistically, and you find you are sharper in your choices when it comes to objects or people or relationships or jobs or whatever. You have to begin a process of serious self-improvement. And that's a very old thing and only old-fashioned ways work. Hmm? That's what the entire process of uh, human evolution is about, self-improvement. 
So we have been trying that since ancient times. And the attempt continues. No? What is it that belittles us? If our potentiality is great, why do we live such petty lives? That question has to be asked. When you ask that question, you will come to a few words that denote the problem. Greed, fear, attachment, illusion, lust. And you will come to a few words that point at the solution. Discipline, discretion, right company, thoughtfulness, right literature, right livelihood. Abstinence, simplicity. Now, these are all, as we said, very old-fashioned words. However, only these work. If these words sound old, remember that the self we are talking of, the ego we are talking of, is equally old. So it's not as if we are modern and the methods are antiquated. The times have changed, the ego has not. The ego is still ancient and hence these ancient methods are going to work. In fact, only, only they are going to work. Hmm? At your age, good literature is very important. Being disciplined is extremely important. Discretion, reflection, aloneness, fearlessness, these have to be valued. Hmm? And then you will find that first of all, you will set the right targets in the right direction. Secondly, having set the right targets, you will just not tolerate missing out on them. Because the target is right. Because the target is worthy of being loved. Because you know the sheer importance of the target. Therefore, you will find yourself incapable of missing the target. That would be the change. Today you say, oh, I find myself incapable of hitting the target. Then you will say, I find myself incapable of missing. Even if I want to, I cannot miss the target. I have fallen in love with it. Hmm? But you cannot fall in love with anything random, right? 
first of all you need to have the vision the sharpness the discretion to know the grain from the chef to really figure out what is it worth doing pursuing in life and once you are clear about it you will be unstoppable let clarity be your engine otherwise no point pushing yourself every day towards random targets without knowing who you are without knowing why the target holds importance and failing every night and falling in self esteem every night it becomes a vicious process you keep missing out you keep lowering your standards and your esteem and then it becomes your life it becomes your daily pattern to talk big and live low hmm? you are not born to be a low lifer remember that by the dint of your birth you are entitled to attain the highest don't let these daily defeats become your habit if you find yourself underachieving daily you need to wake up and take this situation very seriously it's not uh, these daily tasks you are uh, feeling against maybe you are uh, feeling the very purpose of your birth the disease is severe and you must recognize the symptoms mediocrity is to be abhorred like poison excellence has to be a way of life otherwise are you living at all and excellence cannot come merely by putting in effort excellence requires clarity and that's the reason i recommend vedant to all young people
Merely slogging takes a human being nowhere. Effort, action has to be a shadow of realization. Right? Be determined to achieve your potential and pay the price it demands.